Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Wednesday morning. And I trust everybody is well and uh, doing good and staying quarantined and staying away from all those that uh, could be potentially uh, sickly or could cause some problems. But uh, anyway, I'm going to fix this camera here just a little bit. But uh, hope everybody is doing good. I know uh, a lot of parents are a little bit stressed right now because uh, they have delayed school till at least April 24th and chances are greater than not and these kids may not go back to school uh, for this uh, school semester and I know it's going to raise some concerns as far as uh, uh, grade levels of will they be advancing will they have to go to summer school uh, is this considered their summer right now and I know it's a lot of confusion what's going on and People worried about their uh, high school seniors being cheated out of uh, their graduation, and that's really, you know, that stinks uh, that they, that might be a possibility, but uh, let's hope not. They can figure something out. I've heard some uh, talk that they may do a graduation in the fall to try to, uh, you know, they still have that experience. It'd be awful to be robbed of that after all that many years of school, not to be able to walk across the stage and have family and friends cheering you on. But uh, I know things are perilous right now, or appear to be, and uh, a lot of people are scared and worried and upset. And uh, you know what? Uh, yeah, I've I've, I know I've said this a lot of times. I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but um, you know, being fearful and, and worried about things that are out of your control is not going to change a thing. But uh, I know that. There are those who are out of work right now and uh, worried about uh, trying to put food on the table. Uh, I know that they did pass the the uh, stimulus package last night, finally able to get bypass these crazy liberals, and uh, it was a $2 million stimulus package, so maybe that will uh, make a difference in helping people in need. Uh, I know that I've read some comments already this morning that uh, uh, many who are not in agreement <laughs> in, a in, in comparing this to uh, uh, Germany where uh, the, our, our dollar won't be worth anything. It could be, I don't know, but I'm not a, I'm not a financier. <laughs> It's so good to tell you. Well, let's not focus on the negative, which is easy to do right now, particularly when we got a lot of our time on our hands. We need to focus on the positive. We need to focus on the Lord and just realize He's going to meet all of our needs according to His riches and glory. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into God's Word this morning. Uh, we're going to look at Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. Uh, give me a second to pull this up here. Hold on here. Writing. So it says, and what I want to do here this morning is, I'm, even though I have 10 up here, that is the focal point, I'm going to reverse 9 and 10, because uh, I think they, they really go hand in hand, and we do need to read that. Uh, it says that uh, in chapter uh, 9, verse 9 and 10, it says that the Lord will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble, and they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. And as um, my pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. All right. So as we dive into this verse here this morning, or the verses this morning, we see in 9 to 10, the Lord will also be a refuge for the oppressed and a refuge in times of trouble. Or, you know, uh, we're going to be facing more as long when the Lord tarries, as long as Jesus tarries, 
And the longer we spend on this earth, the more as Christians we're going to be hated, the more we'll be persecuted, the more that we're going to look down upon. Remember, there's a day that when when good be considered evil and evil be considered good. And I think that we're seeing that big time right now because the Christians are considered the enemy and uh, uh, people want to put us down and make fun of us. And so we have to understand when we see this here, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. God is, you know, he, he is the one there that we can cling to. And that's why it goes hand in hand with verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, hast not forsaken them that seek thee. See, God is our anchor in the storm. God is is there, all right? There's some people may feel like that he is hidden sometimes when we have troubles or when things are happening. But trust me, he is there. And, uh, you know, don't, you know, just realize that, these things will pass and that these present troubles are only temporary, all right? As bad as these things may be that we may have to endure and go through, it is only temporary. And that one day we'll be spending in eternity with God where there is no more uh, pain or sorrow or suffering or worry, none of that stuff. And so don't let this, don't, these trials that we endure, this testing of our faith will make us stronger, all right? And uh, to keep that in mind, that, you know, remember that when, uh, when, you're, uh, when, when gold is being melted, that there's, a, uh, there's, there's the dross that, they, that has to be skimmed off the top, the, the, the dirt and, the, and the, the impurities that are being stretched out to get that, that what they want and what they need. And so sometimes we have to be put through the fire, and it's not comfortable, it's not fun. But hey, remember Meshach, uh, see, uh, in Abednego, and uh, <laughs> like Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego. Mine went blank on for some reason. That to hear they were put into the furnace, put into the fire. The very men who threw them in there died because of the heat of the fire. And uh, but yet they was not even singed. They didn't even smell like smoke. Were not hurt at all. But here's the cool thing: that the king said, "Wait, I don't see but three men, but I see four. Christ was there. Jesus was there in the midst of that furnace, the midst of that fire. So guess what? In the midst of any trial, any fire that we are in, Jesus Christ is there. He is with us. All right? So let's not get uh, bogged down. Uh, you know, it's so easy to be stressful right now because uh, bills are coming in. People are not working. People who own businesses are stressed out. They they don't know sure what they're going to do. And, and this this very impact economically can be far worse than the virus itself. And so those who have local businesses who are maybe hanging on by a thread as it was uh, may face uh, a bankruptcy or whatever it may be. And all there's a lot of worry and concern. And I know that's a concern of our president. And that's why he's trying to get this stimulus package out there because he realizes that if businesses shut down, bankruptcies are put out there, it's going to be far worse uh, than, uh, than what's going on. So we have to be strong. We have to be vigilant. And we cannot do it on our own. Our strength is not our own. We cannot do nothing on our own, all right? It is only Jesus Christ. It is only God Almighty that we have to cling to. That is our strength in the midst of trouble. And so instead of wringing your hands, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to endure this? How am I going to get through this? Give it to God. That's all you can do. And realize that he will supply all of your needs. If things were to collapse and uh, you know, the, the worst case scenario was to collapse, uh, you know, God's going to provide a way for you to survive and get through it. All right. So we just have to cling to that rock, cling to that anchor, cling to that storm. 
I mean, not clear, cling to the storm, but cling to God in the midst of the storm and realize that he is there. All right, that's why I wanted to read this here, that the Lord, uh, verse 9 here, the Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, those who may be persecuted, those who may be dealing with things, a refuge in times of trouble. Right now we're seeing times of trouble. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee, for thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. All right? So th these verses should bring great comfort to us, and we must put our trust in him. You know, I, I worry about our finances. I worry about my health. I worry about my wife's health, my daughter, my son. I worry about these things, but I have to give it over to God. If I allow these things to, to manifest and to, to dwell within me, it will drive me crazy. It will drive me into a state of depression. It will drive me into a state of fear, and that's not what God wants. I have to trust God. I have to give my family to God. I have to give my health to God. And whether it's my parents, my, um, my father-in-law, mother-in-law, because uh, they're, they're getting older too, uh, you know, my grandmothers, um, you know, no matter what, I have to give them to God. I have to trust God that he's going to supply all my needs. I've got to trust God that he's going to take care of my family, that he's going to take care of me. I have to trust God. You have to trust God. This is what this is about. We have to seek out God. And if we draw close to God, he's going to draw close to us and keep our eyes on him. I've said this before. The devil is a master manipulator. He wants to divert our focus on everything and anything but God. And that's why we have to fight. We have to put on that whole armor of God and take up the sword and fight. All right? This is that being a Christian is not for the weak. It takes strength. It takes endurance. It takes discipline. And we have to be ready to take on the fight. And when the devil is trying to divert our attention to where it don't need to be, to instill in us in fear, try to instill in us a separation from God, we have to keep our eyes focused on God Almighty. And we have to trust in Him. And we have to know that He is God and that He will take care of His children. Just like I was reading the other day in Matthew 6. If you'll take care of the birds of the air and the grass of the field, how much more important are we to him than they? We have to have that trust. We cannot lose focus. You know, uh, one thing that we have to uh, think about is when we are raptured out of here, all right? And um, when, of course, you know, I always have to say this. I know that rapture is not in the Bible, but uh, the Greek word for being caught up is rapturo, and that's where we get that, also from the Latin. But uh, when we are caught up, and we'll be taking a blink of an eye when we're being uh, ascended up to heaven. Sometimes I wonder whether it be one last test, whether it be one last uh, uh, temptation. Uh, you know, just as, you know, we saw Lot's wife when, you know, God told them not to look back uh, on, the, on the city of Sodom. And her love for Sodom was so great, she turned around and looked, and she turned into a pillar of salt. And, of course, Lot and his daughters, you know, they refused to look and kept going. I wonder sometimes that uh, when we are caught up, that that one last temptation would be, will your eyes be focused on Jesus, or will you be tempted to look back at the world? Where is your love? Where is your trust? You've got to stay focused. You know, how, no matter how great that temptation may be to want to look back, want to look down at the world, we have to fight it and keep our eyes on Jesus Christ. That might be one last temptation we may have to endure. So let's make sure that in this world that we are not tempted 
to lose focus, that we are putting our full and complete and total trust in God Almighty. He is that refuge in present trouble. He is that refuge in the storm. He is the one we can cling to, that no matter how bad things get, he is there. Just like the, the man who uh, listened and, and he built his, his, his home on a firm foundation, and the other man uh, built his home on the sand. And when the storms came, wiped away uh, the, the man's home that was built on the sand. But those, the man who built his home on the solid foundation of the rock, he was spared. And so that's what we have to do is, clean, is build our home on the solid foundation of the rock of Jesus Christ. And in the midst of these storms, we know that we are secure. And God's going to watch us and he's going to protect us and he will get us through this. So worst case scenario you know, as bad as it may be, that uh, you know, say if you were had to file bankruptcy, or you know, if you were to lose that business, as bad as that is, at least there's means to uh, to file that bankruptcy, or maybe file Chapter 13, keep your business, or uh, and have a way to rebuild. You know, there's there's you know, try to look at the you know at the positive of these things. As bad as it is, there's still an alternative to maybe rebuild and start over. So let's not focus on that. Let's just focus on that fact that God is there and He will weather us through this storm and any other storm. But we have to put our trust in Him. And I think that's what we're seeing here. You know, it's just as the disciples were in the midst of the storm. Storm, and they are freaking out and they're waking up Jesus and he said ye of little faith don't be one of little faith let us be of great faith and integrity and understand that God is bigger than anything that we have to deal with maybe that's the problem maybe God is not big enough in your life maybe God to you is not big enough to control anything our biggest worry is minuscule in God's eyes there's nothing too big God. God is greater and bigger than anything that we have to deal with. I serve a mighty God, and so do you. If you have accepted Jesus Christ for the Savior, if you have not, then your father's the devil. You know, that's that's the 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 the, the heart of the matter there. Either your God is Jesus, God the Father in heaven, or it's not. It's the devil. It's the alternative. So you you if either giving your heart to Jesus Christ, putting your trust in Him, putting your hand in the nail scarred hand, or you have not. And what you do realize your God is greater. Your God is mightier than anything in this little petty world we will ever have to deal deal with. Seek Him out. Trust Him, and then you will have that peace that surpasses all understanding. Let us pray. And Father, Lord, we thank you, we love you, we praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful and beautiful day to serve you. Uh, Lord, help us and guide us and direct us. Help us to be strong. Let us be diligent. Uh, Lord, let us trust you. Help us to cling to you in the midst of the storm, trusting you, knowing that you are greater and mightier than anything and any worry that we may come across or have to deal with. Lord, you will never forsake us. You will never leave us, and we can trust in that. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and protect us this day. Lord, uh, be with the gentleman I, I had to speak with last night. And you know that situation. Pray that your will be done there. Uh, be with those who are uh, dealing with loss right now. And that uh, you would give them comfort and peace. Uh, Lord, be with uh, Billy Jack's family, and uh, Lord, uh, we know that uh, he is with you today, 
And Lord, let him know that he is loved and he will be missed. And Lord, I just pray that you'll be with those who are dealing with sicknesses and various kinds. you bring healing, that you'll take away fear, and that you will give peace. And Lord, I pray that you be with all of our first responders that are on the front lines, our doctors, our nurses, our uh, our police officers and first responders, Lord, just pray that you will give protection. Let them know that they are loved, needed, and appreciated. Lord, I pray that you'll be with Murph, that uh, these new test results will be coming out good. I pray that you'll be with um, several people who are having uh, different tests that are being being done right now, Lord Jesus. And uh, I pray that you'll be with Ginger Hood, that her test results will come back good. And uh, all the prayer requests, concerns that I've been given, and that you will uh, that your will be done in those situations. Lord, I pray that you'll be their president. Give him wisdom and discernment. Let him seek you. Give protection about him and his family. And Lord, be with this nation. Touch hearts and minds like never before. And let them come to know you before it's too late. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always a pleasure to bring God's word each and every day. Uh, if you would like to, uh, to thank you, Mr. Yates. If you uh, would like to... Um, uh, Invite friends or family to watch these devotions this morning. They can find me at Dr. Young 77. If they don't do social media, they can subscribe on YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young, and uh, they can watch that. And or uh, you can watch and not. I mean, you can listen. There's no video, audio only, uh, on Apple iTunes, the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast, and you can listen to not only these devotions, uh, Brandy and I's podcast we do each Saturday but uh, sermons as well. So as you're working, going about your day, you can listen and uh, tune in to that. But um, thank you, Mr. Jenkins. Appreciate that. I appreciate both you brothers this morning and your and your kindness and uh, comments. And uh, But I hope everybody has a great day, a fantabulous day, a blessed day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Mm -hmm.